Hey, hey, this is Tina. And this is Erica. And we are A92A. A92A stands for ages nine to adult. That's how long we've been on this journey together as friends. 92 is also our high school graduation year. And ages nine to adult is a nod to the board game life, which we rockified as kids in order to live out our rock and roll fantasies. Thanks for tuning in. You know what's sad, Tina? I was at breakfast today with my dad Uh before we started our little recording sesh. And I realized that 92 is our high school graduation year. It has been 30 damn years this summer yeah. since we graduated from high school. There's a Facebook movement for us to throw a reunion. <laughs> there are a 30 year Facebook movement. That's yeah. about what it takes because our class, um, we don't do things like quote unquote reunions. Like we just don't, we don't plan them. We don't do we don't parade floats. Them. We didn't do anything. No. Like, yeah. I don't know. Don't, what? I don't know if we're all a bunch of really lazy people or if we're just all a bunch of rebels. I'm not sure which it is. I think we're <laughs> we lazy. don't do like the traditional things that you do in but, high school. So I don't know if we're having a 30 year reunion, Tina. I just yeah. don't know. Well, I guess time will tell. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so we do these every once in a while. We do these little deep dives. We pick a band um, and we talk about them. And today is one of my favorite bands of all time. And if you listen to the 80s metal ballads episode, you know that this band, I think, nails it in that um, that category. But we are talking today about Warrant. 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 Um we pro- probably, if you've if you've listened to our Great White um, episode, the the beginnings of this band aren't cre- quite as wild or crazy. <laughs> no, nobody went to prison. Nobody first went to prison before nobody, starting the band. Nobody got shot. No, none of that happened. There was no, no PCP smoked and um, nothing. Um, <laughs> they they really just kind of came together in the mid eighties and 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 you know formed a band. And actually, Eric Turner was really the only guy that was kind of in that beginning band. Um, and then, you know, some people kind of rolled off or whatever. And then he saw, um, Janie and, and Steven Sweet playing somewhere and invited them to come jam. And then they ended up kind of forming the, the lineup that we all knew in the eighties of, of Warren. You know, um, like Tina, when I think of Warren though, I don't necessarily think of like the biggest band or even the band with the most hits, although they did have a significant number yeah. of hits, but I always like kind of picture them as just young and energetic and making an impact on the scene. Um, like I just always like picture them in my head as kind of like being the young upstarts, you know, they, in my brain, they never really got older. I don't know why, but I always just picture them in the same way as these young guys. Huh? Well, that's good. I mean, and they have gotten older, by the way, they, well, they have definitely aged have aged yeah. along the normal aging process, just like everyone else. But I, I, I just never pictured them that way. I never do. They came out on the scene so hard with that yeah. first album. Yeah. I mean, it was so hugely successful too. Mm-hmm. Um, they did, they did like a, a demo for Paisley Park Records. They got signed by Columbia in 88. They released their album, Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinking Rich. Still one of the best album names ever. Um, and that was a fantastic album. It was fantastic album. Such a good album. Um, and that included Heaven and Sometimes She Cries and Down Boys and Big Talk, which I think 
is actually one of my favorite Warrant songs ever. And I think it's a totally underrated song. People don't really talk about Big Talk, but I think it's a great tune. Super catchy. It's a great song. And the other one that you did not mention that's probably my favorite or one of my favorites mm-hmm. is 32 Pennies. I love 32 yeah, Pennies. Yeah, it's a good song. That was kind of whole. Well, we had the, obviously we had the cassette back then, probably. Yes, we right? had the cassette yeah. tape. Um, mm-hmm. It was such a good album. It was so good. It, it was. was- there are not a lot of albums like that, even back then. And as much as I loved this music, that album was one where I liked almost every single song. Yeah. Like there was almost every song was one that I liked to listen to yeah. and that I really enjoyed. And Heaven totally climbed the charts. Like Heaven was mm. like a top five hit or something too, um, even on mainstream. And I think we we mentioned this once before, but in PE class, we all would do the down boys spin fall to the knee move <laughs> like we would all do it like in a line all of us girls I, that was like I'm cringing it was so fun it's probably what happened I'm, to my I'm cringing knees. as well but but it was great it was fun it was it was they were such a big band hey, um and if we have a 30 year reunion let's do that at our reunion no I will not get up <laughs> off the floor I will my knees will break and I'll just be there forever um it's not a good idea for me to drop okay, to my Okay, bad knees. idea. It's a really terrible Moving idea. On. <clears throat> um, yeah, Warrant was such a fun band. Um, they were so great. And then they had, um, so they did a tours with um, Paul Stanley, with Molly Crew, Poison, Queensryche, um, Cinderella, and Kingdom Come, which I'm like, damn, we never saw Kingdom Come, did we? No. I'm mad about this. There are so many bands I'm mad that I never saw because now our our opportunity is gone. I know. We never saw Kingdom Come. We did see Warren several times, though. Yeah. I think we've seen Warren several times and, and I've seen them and I know you have as well yeah. as an adult, like later yeah, in later, life, for I've sure. seen them because they still, I mean, I think with the obvious and notable exception of Janie Lane, the current iteration of Warrant is the same it's as the it same. was when the band peaked in like 1989. Yeah, it totally is. Um, yeah, Joey was that last edition and they're, they're all still together, which is kind of cool. And they're actually currently touring um, uh, right now with... Um, with, I think, Skid Row and Scor- Scorpions, maybe? Something like that? Um, no, Well, I Quiet think you Riot. and I saw them. Quiet Riot. Oh, could be. Yeah. You and I saw them, I think, once with Poison. And I'm pretty positive we saw them when they went out with Firehouse and Trickster. Like, I'm almost positive we saw the Firehouse Trickster Warrant show. We, yes, because I was backstage and I met PJ Farley of Trickster. Farley. And I, I, but I was, I got shy and I didn't say much. And I think he thought I was rude. He was really trying hard to make conversation with me. It was a very awkward moment. Yeah, It's, it's a moment you'll regret forever. I do regret that. He seems like such a fun guy now. Um, I'm sure by the way that we didn't also see warrant with kiss in Sioux Falls. Yes. But I could, I could be wrong, but I feel like we saw warrant maybe like a few times growing up. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then I saw them in, the early 2000s or mid 2008, maybe something like mm-hmm. that um, at the Universal Amphitheater, um, which is no longer a, a venue here. They closed it down to make Harry Potter World. Um, mm. So maybe it was earlier than that. But um, they were with um, it was Kip Winger, Slaughter and Whitesnake and Warrant. Oh, amazing. And Janie was in, wow. the, in the band. He was back in the band because, you know, oh. we, we all know that he was out for a while and then he they briefly reunited. So it must have been right. during that period. I remember him being a little bit heavy at the time 
um, mm-hmm. and then just thinking he looked a little puffy, like his face looked puffy. Right. Um, and he, he ultimately went on like Celebrity Fit Club, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, around that time, anyways, to to try and lose some of the weight. So. Well, um, you know, they really came out of the gate with like those first two albums that were so huge, Dirty Rotten, Filthy Stinking Bridge, and then their second album, Cherry, Cherry Pie, Pie. Um, which again, had a whole shitload of hits with Cherry Pie, I Saw Red, Uncle Tom's Cabin, Blind Faith. So they really came out of the gate, like really hard. So and, hard. And, and, and had such impactful songs that were huge hits commercially. Um and then they just really kind of took a turn. And I know that they, yeah. they released some other, they, they released some other albums after that. And some of them had great reviews and had critical acclaim, but they never really got back. You know, and that's the case for so, so many of these bands, yeah. you know, once that <clears throat> phase of music kind of came to an end, there wasn't any place else for them to go. Um, and I think the band really started to kind of crumble in the nineties when the face of rock was significantly changing. And even yeah. Bobby talks about that in her book, dirty rocker boys, to the extent that Janie was frantic about trying to write follow-up music to cherry yeah. pie and knowing that the scene was changing and trying to figure out like how warrant was going to fit into all of that. While also drinking his face off, honestly, I mean, right. he, but that didn't know, help. He was, that like, never helps. He was it battling huge addiction problems, which, um, you know, Bobby believes was being driven by, you know, a, a, a sexual assault, um, actually, mm-hmm. uh, by, right. by somebody um, big in the industry. Um, right. By a man. That's um, the that's the claim. She says that, that Jamie claim, was yeah. Janie was molested by someone, a man in the industry yeah. at kind of like a an early age um, when he was first getting into this business and that it really affected him yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so tragic and so sad um, if that's the case. But um, yeah, so the, the 90s were not great there, you know, and there was mm-hmm. a little bit there was even like a Janie's back. No, he's not, you know, kind of right. a couple moments where where we thought it was going to be OK. And then they were like, sorry, we made that announcement. It's not happening. You know, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. too. Um, uh, well, he left at one point to pursue a, a solo career. Right. Yeah. Which we all know didn't didn't really go anywhere because. I, I personally don't remember that at all. So I don't, I'm not sure what, what came of that, but he was back in the band shortly yeah. after that. Yeah. And like you said, they tried to make a go of it. In fact, they released it in an album called Ultraphobic. And I think they tried to incorporate some of that grunge feel that was really taking over the airwaves, but it was really, really hard for these bands who were known for hair and makeup and glam yeah. and these over the top stage shows to fit into that Seattle scene. It just yeah. did not work. So, well, that's you know, thing. I think you, you brand yourself and you have this identity right. and this look and this feel you and then you it seems inauthentic to be like oh now we're in combat boots and uh you know flannels and we're doing grunge like it's it's you can't necessarily just reinvent yourself that quickly well you definitely can't when you're talking about those two genres in particular because yeah. grunge really was the opposite um, the antithesis yeah. of what glam 80s metal right. was all about it was sort of like we're not doing that anymore this is what we're doing right and so if you were part of that glam metal scene like you're you're not crossing over it's yeah. just not happening it's not um yeah it's interesting and then he was replaced um so you know the first time he left warren he was replaced by jamie st james of of black and blue and mm-hmm. i actually saw that band that lineup perform um, and I thought Jamie St. James was great. I think he did mm-hmm. a really, really good job. Um, 
later on, um, a, a, his second replacement was uh, Robert Mason, who I think is still with the band now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've seen that. I've seen that iteration. And Robert Mason is also very good. Yeah. He's, um, they're He's really great. great live. And so if you haven't seen Warren in a while, go see them. They are out. They've got a bunch of tour dates listed at warrantrocks.com. They're playing a lot of festivals. They're at Summerfest, I think in Milwaukee this summer. Um, and by the way, Jerry Dixon is still super cute. <laughs> Uh, so you got that he's still got those eyebrows man i know i met him backstage at a showcase at a live music conference in nashville and he was great very cordial very friendly um he was always my favorite warrant member by the way for sure jerry dixon was always my favorite really that's cute oh yeah um i've I've met the guys as well um and actually i've you know i've mentioned my friend terry ahern before who who is um sort of in you know, kind of brothers-in-law with uh, with uh, first Tommy Lee and then uh, Richie Sambora because he's married to Heather Locklear's sister. Um, but he is friends with the guys in the band too. And so um, mm. they would play out at the Canyon Club in Agora, um, Agora Hills uh, out here in the LA area. And before the shows, they would actually go have a barbecue at my friend Terry's house. So I would I would get invited to those. And so I could just like hang with the band and then go see them perform. So cool. And go see them perform at the Canyon Club. It's It's super cool. And they really are like the nicest guys. I, I remember one time being backstage with them at a different show and uh, somebody was like, do you guys want to, you know, go out for a drink or something? And everybody's like, no, I got an early tea time. I'm golfing in the morning. Like it was just so like domestic and so like responsible, you know, like, yeah, so adults. it's getting late, you know, so it was, it was kind of interesting. Um, I was well, I'll like, be honest, like for a chunk of time as a fan, I really lost track of Warrant. I mean, I just lost track. Yeah. And Janie was in and out of the band, in, out, in, out. They had a bunch of members switching out and it was just too difficult to keep track of what was going on with them. Plus again, remember there was no social media, yeah. no Sirius XM, you know? So if a band was not being played regularly on commercial radio or back then, even on MTV, it was easy to misplace them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, as a fan, you would have to search out albums and commit to songs that weren't even part of popular culture in order to keep track of what these guys were doing. And, and you weren't following them on social media. So what were they even doing out there? I mean, who knows? It was hard to tell. So, you know, I think that's kind of what happened to a lot of these bands for a period of time. Now it's so much easier to follow them on social media to see what these guys have been up to, to listen to different stations on Sirius XM where you can still hear the music. So that's great. But, you know, for a good, you know, 10, 15 years, it was like a black hole. We don't, we didn't know where those guys were. Well, too, but you also remember where we were in our lives at that time. I mean, we say it, you know, in our intro, 92 is our high school graduation year. So we were really making huge changes in our lives. We were going off to college. We were, you know, I moved to Los Angeles. I mean, you know, it was a big, I I was already experiencing culture change and I was trying to find an identity in LA and, and, and the local music scene, you know, was obviously very different at that time and um, supporting Mm -hmm. friends and bands and that kind of thing. So it was, it was like, you know, we were, we were making big changes anyway. Yeah. We sort of did have one or two other things going on in life at the time, Yeah, you know? So, you know, yeah, it's easy to see why, you know, and that's, that's everybody that was our age. It was kind of listening to that music was kind of going through the same types of life transitions. And so when there was no real easy way to keep up with these guys, it is easy to just kind of lose track of them. And that's absolutely what happened with me and with Warren. Same, same. I mean, I lost track of a lot of things. I mean, I, my freshman year of college though, (laughs) I saw 
a little unsigned band called No Doubt play. Like, nice. <laughs> like, you know, that's where kind of I was heading musically and I was, getting, mm-hmm. you know, getting into a little more like Jane's Addiction and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and things like that, too. Um, <clears throat> and, and you know, I loved Pearl Jam, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mm-hmm. thought 10 was a great album. I loved album. Pearl Jam. I love Nirvana. Yeah. You know, I, I, I liked a lot of that music back then. Um, you know, and then, so obviously, you know, we haven't yet mentioned that Janie, you know, passed away in 2011. He was found in a, in a hotel room. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the cause of death was like acute alcohol overdose or something. He just, you know, basically. Yeah, he died. Himself to death. He died of acute alcohol poisoning. And Tina, he was 47, which is our age. I mean, yeah, you I, don't realize like how young he was until you're that age yourself, and you're like, oh shit, like 47. Like he that's died young. Yeah. He hadn't even hit 50 yet. It's crazy. Um, but he leaves such a legacy because Warrant was such a such a big band. I mean, the hits are like insane. Like you mentioned, Blind Faith. I didn't say anything. I fucking love that song. I could listen mm-hmm. to that song over and over. For me, that's a perfect song. I have a category called perfect song. For me, that's mm-hmm. a perfect song. I love that really tune. okay. Yeah, love it. Um. I thought I saw red was like such an amazing moment in music. Cause it really sounded very different from other mm-hmm. things that were out. And it was such beautiful imagery. And I mean, he, this guy can write a fucking ballad. Like mm-hmm. I, I cannot say this enough. They were absolutely my favorite ballad band of all time. Like, well, and, and when Janie joined the band, he did kind of change that trajectory because he became the primary songwriter. Yeah. So a lot of those big hits that you know and love, I mean, those were came Janie's from him. songs. Yeah. They were Janie's songs and yeah. not everybody was writing, you know, I think a lot of them were, but not everybody was writing their own music at the time. Um, I think many of these guys did, but, but certainly Warren did. Yeah. And Janie was the primary songwriter behind all of it. And Cherry Pie. And I think Bobby talks about that a little bit in her book as well. Yeah, she does. Where, like, he's putting in all of this time and money and effort into writing these songs. And I think he was splitting everything equally amongst all the band members. And she was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're not taking anything for yourself for the writing that you're putting in. Right. Yeah. And he did, like, like Cherry Pie almost wasn't even on that album. And it ended mm, up being crazy. Such, a, such a mega hit. And it was kind of a last minute, like, oh, I got to write something. They want something a little more anthemic or something. And he just mm-hmm, kind of right. like wrote it out real fast. Like, are you joking me? And it was, you know, obviously very tongue in cheek and cute. And, and mm-hmm. the video featured Bobby Brown, who he, you know, ma- later married. So, right. There you go. Um, I like to follow Eric Turner's wife, Kirsten Turner. I don't know oh, if you ever follow her, but she, um, well, it's funny. She calls herself a mid a mid-sized model, which pretty much means she's a regular person, Human being. <laughs> um, but she's really adorable. And she kind of has like this whole like lifestyle thing going and she posts a lot of stuff. She posts a lot of pictures of her and Eric and she's really adorable. I follow her a lot on social media. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we follow also uh, Jerry Dixon's daughter, Stephanie, as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Who posts a lot of, like, photography for of, like, 80s and 90s models, like, in scantily clad, mm, yeah. t- tiny bikinis and things. I don't know. Right, um, yeah. She's an interesting person. She's uh, um, uh, she, has, she has a lot of followers, though, actually, and she does post a lot, too, about Warrant as well. Um, mm-hmm. Such a great band. Tina, think quick. Favorite Warrant song? I, I think Blind Faith. Really? Yeah. There's something. It's kind of almost like a deep cut. I love that song too, but there's something it's, about it's not it. one that most people would say automatically. Yeah. What, what's, what's yours? Cherry Pie. No question. And really? you know, what's interesting about that is I don't always pick the biggest hits 
for my favorites from bands, but that is Warren's probably biggest hit. And it is my absolute favorite. I just love that song. That's one of those songs. I'll just never, I'll never turn off if it, if it pops on hair nation or something. I love cherry pie. I could take or leave it to be honest with you. Really, I know that's not really? a popular opinion, but I, to me, it's like a little too goofy. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I love it. Of course, I probably, I'd love the video too. Cause I love Bobby so much, but I yeah, I, I did love that song. It was a pretty I video. Really it was a, it was a, it was, they got a lot of flack for that video, which I think was unfounded. And Bobby talks about that too, where she was like, why are they making such a huge deal out of this? It was supposed to be tongue in cheek. It was supposed to be right. kind of like goofy and, and silly and, and people were making it like this, you know, women's movement kind of thing. And she's like, hold up. That's not, <laughs> that's not what we're doing here. It's, it's like, I'm on know. roller skates. I'm holding a pie. Right. It's not, you know, yeah. this isn't like, this isn't the Renaissance. Like, come on. Yeah. So funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what else do we want to talk about? I can't. I mean, it's like they're so amazing. Yeah, they're an amazing band. I love their music. Like I said, they will eternally be just sort of like this young upstart on the scene with so much energy. And um, they seemed like just so positive and happy. And I loved them. Um, you know, one of the other songs that I love that we didn't talk a ton about is Uncle Tom's Cabin. I love that song. It's a cool tune. I think it's, it's a cool song. It's really interesting lyrically and um, kind of tells a little story. And I thought that was a great song too. But I just think Warrant was one of the most memorable bands of the time with some of the biggest hits that people still remember and associate with that genre um and you just can't find a, a band that's just as fun as Warren was now I need to go I need to catch them on this tour I, I gotta figure out if they're playing oh yeah LA absolutely or... Tina you and I should do that together we should make a date to attend a Warrant show together in 2022 it's our new resolution for the year okay let's see if we can make it work Let's do it. We, we might have Let's to fly somewhere, but I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, they're playing a ton of dates. So everybody check out warrantrocks.com. Go see Warrant this summer. Join Tina and I. It's going to be a great, a great tour. And those guys are still great live. Like I said, they're still great. So go see them. Go see them. Okay. And then also come talk to us and share your thoughts on Warrant with us. What Do you have a favorite song? Do you have a favorite band member? Um, would, you know, do you like a music video of theirs? Talk to us about Warrant, all things Warrant. You can follow us and interact with us at our website, www.a92a.life, on Instagram at a92a underscore life, or check out our Facebook page, a92a. And for now, keep ratting those bangs and banging those heads. And we'll catch you on the next one. See you guys.